Good morning. I'm back with you for another day as we unpack uh, the the what it looks like to love God and love neighbor. We've talked a little bit about thus far about what it looks to live this out in terms of works of piety and works of mercy. Yesterday we talked about the means of grace and how doing these things gives us the grace that we need to be faithful in these different works. And so what we're going to do the next few days, uh, today's, today's Wednesday, so what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to unpack today. We're going to look at works of piety, and I'm going to spend really kind of one day on works of piety because I think they're a little bit easier for us to understand. And then uh, tomorrow and Friday, we're going to talk about works of mercy individually, the works of uh, works of mercy. So real quick, just a refresher. for those, You might want to go back and watch these if you missed them. But our love of God is seen out and is played out in our works of piety. The Because I love God, remember, love of God and love of neighbor is not warm fuzzies. I want to be very clear that we, we mistake love for warm fuzzies. To love God is not to experience warm fuzzies towards God. But to love God is to live my life in a certain way. So because I love God, I'm going to, my love for God is going to be seen in these areas. And then the inverse relationship is the more I love God, the more I live out works of piety. But the more I live out works of piety, the more my love for God grows. Same thing with neighbor. Because I love my neighbor, I'm going to live in these works of mercy. But doing these works of mercy makes me love my neighbor more. These works of piety and works of mercy have a private dimension and a public dimension. So private are things that I do as an individual. Public is things that we do as the church or as communities. So works of piety, the works where we love God and live out our love for God. Private is seen as devotional. public has seen as worship. This is not to say that we do not worship God as individuals when we gather together. But the Bible is very clear on, I mean, you read all of Leviticus. The Bible is very clear that part of what we're to do as, a, as individual Christians is to join together and worship. When the disciples asked Jesus to teach us to pray, the, the, the prayer that Jesus teaches them to pray starts off with the word our. Our Father who art in heaven. Worship is a corporate. If you if you follow us on Facebook, we say we're re, we reopen for corporate public worship. Corporate means community together. We're doing this together. Corporate meaning us as a community. Public meaning for everybody to see worship. So worship is the public expression of works of piety. Works of piety is loving God. So because I love God. I'm going to live that out through my worship. Worship is my public expression of my love for God. It's not just me, my public expression, but something that we do as a church, something that we do as a community. The church is the worshiping body of Christ. Calvin said that the church is where the sacrament, the word, the word is proclaimed, the sacraments are duly administered. We do the part of the responsibility of the church, the corporate body, is to worship. All of the book of Leviticus talks about how the community worships. The, the, the New Testament says, do not, forsake the, do not forsake the gathering together of the brethren, that we're supposed to worship together. Gather and sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. We see that over and over again in the New Testament. It's this call for us to worship together. We, our works of piety are lived out in a public form through worship. I mean, I had somebody ask one time, I said, Andy, can you be a Christian and not go to church? Well, the answer to that question is, yeah. I mean, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, He gave us only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe. Let's see, whosoever goes to church. Romans 10.9, If you believe in your heart and confess your mouth, you shall be saved. Yeah. 
I mean, I, you can be a Christian and not go to church. There's a lot of folks that have health concerns that can't gather. But if you're a Christian, if you're truly saved, and truly living out God's grace, and God's grace is growing in your life, and there's nothing within inside of you that desires to worship God with your brothers and sisters in Christ, man, you're going to hate heaven. Heaven's going to be awful for you. Because go read the book of Revelation. Go read Revelation 7 that I preached from this past Sunday. Heaven's going to be an eternity of worship of God. So if there's nothing in you, there's nothing in your life, nothing in your heart that's desiring to worship God together with fellow believers, man, heaven's going to stink. Something within us is going to want to worship publicly and corporately. And then devotional this is our own private life. This is our daily reading of Scripture. This is our daily praying. This is us spending time each 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 moment individually reading God. And and um and and, and, and I said private, but actually I should probably change this word private to personal. Because I think it's something Dr. Nick told us. Dr. Nick told us in seminary. He said. You read the Bible personally, but you never read it privately because how I read the Bible in my own life is going to affect how my life is lived out. Uh, my individual reading of Scripture, my individual prayer life is going to be lived out publicly in some way in my life. So, because I love God, I'm going to want to read the Bible. In the same way, because if I love God, I'm going to want to worship Him publicly in some way, worshiping within community. If I love God, I'm going to want to read the Bible I'm going to want to pray. I'm going to want to spend some time in private, personal, devotional each day. But then the way this works is my love of God is seen in how I do these things. I love God, so I'm going to want to do these things. But likewise, doing these things makes me love God more. The more I worship together with my brothers and sisters, the more I fall in love with God. The more I lift up my, the, lift up my heart with my brothers and sisters here in church, the more my love of God grows. And likewise, the more I read my Bible, the more I pray, the more I have a personal devotional life, the more my love of God grows. So that's the beauty of how these works of piety work. They're, they're, the more I do them, the more, the more I love God, the more I'm going to want to worship, the more I'm going to want to have personal devotional life. The more I worship, the more I have personal devotional life, the more my love of God grows. So remember, I, the, the dead horse I'm going to keep beating to love God is not to experience warm fuzzies towards God. It's not. Loving God is not emotion. Loving God is a transformed life. And a life that's transformed, a life that's seeking to grow closer to God, is a life that's going to live out these works of piety. They are. That's what this looks like. And so, so we see here, our love of God is seen in our works of piety. In a personal dimension, devotional life, in a public dimension, our worship life. This right here, the shorthand, this love of God's the shorthand. This right here is what loving God looks like. This is what it means to love God. To love God is to live out works of piety, devotional and worship. So that's what we talk about when we love God. She said that's the greatest commandment, to love the Lord our God. Law of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. This is what it looks like.
So tomorrow we're going to talk about works of mercy and what we're going to do with works of mercy is we're going to take time and lift them individually. We're going to look at a, the personal works of mercy and the public works of mercy individually because I think they're a little bit harder for us to understand and a little bit more complicated because um, most of us, I think, get the, the works of piety. This kind of makes sense to us. So uh, thanks for watching this. This is something I wanted to do for a while, kind of unpack this a little bit. Join us tonight for Bible study because our Bible study kind of, kind of falls along these lines. Um, because Bible study is kind of going through the, uh, we talked Tuesday about the means of grace. Um, the Bible study isn't necessarily about means of grace, but it's about the, the, some of the things we can do from a Wesleyan perspective to grow our life and grow our faith. So it's important in this line. So, um, thanks for watching this. Hope this is helpful. If you have any questions, holler at me. I'd love to be in conversation with you about what it means to better love our God and love our neighbor. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tonight for Bible study, six o'clock, um, on our website. And we'll see you tomorrow morning as we continue uh, talking about what it means to love God and love our neighbor. Thanks for watching.